Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to teach you how to take back your life and dare to progress towards bettering yourself, honing your gifts, and using them for good in the world. Listen in to be inspired by others who are walking the same path of self-improvement paired with self-love, and to be a part of a community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. I don't know if you other stay-at-home parents can relate, but as a stay-at-home mom, sometimes I feel like I give my kids just as much or less attention than a parent who is working full-time. And that is because it is so easy to get caught up in the to-dos of just keeping up with family life. Now, today is a good example of that Uh, for me this morning. um, Once the kids were up, I mean, we were just rocking and rolling and what we needed to do, get them fed, get them dressed. Uh, I had to make a couple different parts of a recipe for my husband's cake coming up. I had to get some work nailed out. Then I had to clean everything. Then I had to clean another room and then they had to clean their mess up. And um, then it was nap time and then a babysitter came for two hours. And then I took my daughter to a singing and we went to Target and we picked her up and I just made dinner and we just finished dinner. (laughs) And I thinking, where was the connection with my kids? Where was the fun? I mean, sure, we did get to read in a few books together, but beyond that and listening to trolls a little bit, I probably spent less time on their level than someone who is working a nine to five job or even more. So it's easy to get caught up in the to-dos, whether you are a stay-at-home parent, a part working parent, um, not a parent, and just need a little bit more fun in your life. Today, we're talking to Crystal Lee Beck of the Mama Ladder. You should be familiar with her because she's been on the show before. Today, she's here to talk about how playing as an adult leads to way more productivity. Now, there's a lot of research behind this, and Crystal Lee will share that, but it also is so applicable to whatever station you are at right now, and I want you to apply this to your life specifically. How can you incorporate more play? And how can doing so benefit your work, your family life, your personal life better? Now you can hear my little uh, co-host here. He's making his appearance. Let's turn into my interview with Crystal Lee instead of this little guy who wants to be heard. Let's welcome back to the show Crystal Lee Beck. Hi, Crystal Lee. Hello, Monica. Thanks for having me again. Well, it's so lovely to have you back. I loved doing our first interview together on overcoming fear. You were such an expert on that topic. So many people loved what you had to say. They also loved the free book that you offered on that. So thank you so much for offering that to our listeners because um, I know I loved it. and I know that a lot of people got so much good out of it. For, for those who might not have listened to that episode, I'll link to it in the show notes for them. But if they also did not listen, I'd like it if you could introduce yourself again to these listeners. You bet. My name is Crystal Lee Beck. I'm a wife and a mother. I'm a business owner. I'm I'm a fired up entrepreneur. I, I really enjoy that. And I co-founded the mamaladder.com where we empower women at the intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Um, those, those are really two of my big passions, being a mom and a business owner. 
Wonderful. You combine the two so well. I love following along with you. I love learning from you and love it so much. I'm actually signed up to go to your spring break that you were hosting. Um, can, can you share about that? Because I mean, I'm genuinely like signed up paying for this, participating in it. And I think it's a really excellent opportunity for people who might be like me, um, someone who's kind of dipping their toes and making something official of their their little hobby or side hustle they've got going on. Sure. It's called Mama Spring Break Business and Adventure Retreat. And there's really nothing else like there out there that's just like it. It's this blend of adventure and business training. And we have women coming from all over the United States. And even we have a mama coming from the United Kingdom. So it's officially oh. an international event. And it will be next spring, um, as the name suggests, in St. George, Utah. We'll be at Zion National Park. Wonderful. Okay, there's so there's so much more there. And I think we're going to talk about that a little bit more in detail later on. But what you're here to talk t- about today is that adventure piece you brought up. Uh, Coupling business with adventure is something you love to do. And you also do that as a mom. You couple adventure with mothering. And our topic today is how playing leads to more productivity. Playing, having fun, going on adventures, getting out of your home or getting out of your workplace. This is something that we don't usually encourage in at least the American culture. I think it's, we're all about busy We love to say how busy we are. We love to share the many hours we've worked and how little sleep we've had. And we don't share enough about the fun and the excitement that can come in playing. Um, So tell me what your experience has been with that whole um, paradigm that I think is faulty and how you've learned the importance of playing. And then we'll get into how listeners can make this happen more in their lives. Sure. So I used to be on a corporate ladder in a corporate ladder job full time. And it was, it was actually a wonderful job for me, but I didn't have enough time to really play. And I remember a few years ago, um, the first year of my first baby's life, I was still working full time. And then I ended up being laid off. There was a big Mm. layoff. Um, There were 70 people and I was one of them. And it was actually such a joyful day for me because I, I wanted so much to have more time with my baby and also to play that I literally that afternoon, my first stop was the library and I picked up some fun books to read just because I could. And then I took myself on a hike. And ever <laughs> since then, it's been three years now, Yeah, I have just played and played and I've never been happier, honestly, because I spend a very healthy amount of my time playing and I... I work hard when I work, but I sure play hard too. You know, it's funny because yes, you, you have played a ton, but you've also successful, successfully launched two businesses and that's no joke too. And I love that you're going to connect those two to us, how playing can lead to more productivity. But first, what does playing, you know, quote unquote, even look like for someone, whether they're a mom or they work full time or they do both? What does that even mean? So I would define play as something that you do for the pure pleasure of it. Something that you are not looking for an outcome. You're not looking, whether that's a paycheck or that's for outside affirmation or accolades. 
it's something that you do just because you enjoy it. And, and everyone's a little different in what they prefer to play. Some people love golf. That's not my thing. My, my passion is hiking. I love Mm. being outside and in nature. And for me, that, that's just sheer play. And Mm -hmm. I, I really protect time for me to play because it's really important to me, not just, um, not just the joy that it brings me, but also um, because I play, I'm so much more productive during my work time. Okay, so that is, it's one of those things like people almost think is too good to be true. But I mean, you're a living example of this, like, you have to play. Um, I I know there's got to be some big psychology on this. Um, that I don't have right up in front of me. But from from my own experience too, something about getting out restores your creativity. It gives you the energy that you need. I, I think I get more ideas. I'm a hiker like you, although I can't very much with my, my little kids at home right now. But getting outside in some way is where I find myself getting ideas more than I ever do if I'm sitting at home on a computer and racking my brain to do something. Um, so why why is that the case? You know, I really believe that we are we are made to have joy, and so part of that is making time to time to do the things that bring us joy. And as you were talking, it made me remember um, we we did a theme last year at the Mama Ladder for a whole month that we talked about play every day. And there at Stanford University, there is a National Institute for Play, believe it or not, <laughs> National Institute for Play. And one of the founders, um, Dr. Stuart Brown, said this beautiful quote that I love. He said, we are designed to play. We are built to play and built through play. It is important to connect to play if it has been lost, and many of us have lost it. The transformations that occur when people honor play are truly profound. And when I first read that about a year ago, it resonated with me so much, the idea of honoring play and the idea of um, that play builds us. And I really believe that. And it's coming from a Stanford uh, doctorate. So yeah, it must but, be true, right? <laughs> well, I think about, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the Silicon Valley area. I mean, Google, Apple, all those big uh, tech companies, they know this to be true. They encourage their employees to take breaks during the day. They even have like little nap lounges. Um, They have things for places for them to do sports during the middle of the day or games, you know, a whole variety of things. If that's the case for some of the most successful companies in the entire world are encouraging that in their employees, it's going to be the case for the rest of us, whether we are moms at home or we are in the workforce or whatever. We we need that play. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I've, for whatever reason, I've just found this, this, um, cadence for myself. And I, I call it putting my ideal week on repeat because essentially I've, I've structured my days and my week so that I have very specific time set aside to play with my kids and, and then to work and do, 
do my focused business time. And, and it honestly, they feed each other. I mean, the time this morning I took my kids to a children's museum and we were doing the sing along time and then we made dragon puppets. And then in the afternoon I was, I was doing client emails and, and doing some, some work which is actually really enjoyable for me. I really like it, but, but it's a little different because it there, I am looking for compensation and there is an, and I'm looking for an outcome where playing with my kids this morning um, was purely for the joy of it and just, be with them and make some meaningful moments with them and having that combination and where that's something I really do every day that I have that playtime with them and then work time for me and for my clients. Um, by the time that I show up for my clients, I feel filled and I feel that I've taken care of my need to play and also my need to be present with my children. And then I just have so much more to offer in my business. And it um, it's really been like my secret sauce. <laughs> That's so great. Well, you know, and I'm, I'm also, you know, recalling some articles I've read on pro- productivity at work. And they've said, you know, people who estimate the amount of hours are working are usually grossly overestimating how much are actually working. A lot of time is spent suddenly surfing the internet or doing things that aren't necessarily on task. And I don't think that's bad. What I think is happening is people don't have that built in time to play, to rejuvenate themselves, to restore their energy. And because of that, they're slipping into uh, automatically trying to do that behavior without really filling their well, um, because it hasn't been purposeful or built in or really set aside. So it's like if you take that time that you do find yourself slipping away into social media instead of doing your work or being present with your children, um, I think you're going to get more out of it. And so that you are, you actually are more productive um, at home with, with your family, um, at work. It, it's, more, it's more definable, that progress that is going to come. I think that that's so well said, Monica. And as I think back, comparing the time when I was on a corporate ladder and working full time, and then um, now I work part time and I, I'm a, a business owner and I work in the afternoon. Um, but when I look at my productivity, where I work 20, maybe 25 hours a week, depending on the week, but really part time versus the 40 to 50 hours I used to work, um, I get more done during Mm. my part-time work hours Mm -hmm. because just like you said, by the time I arrive, my well is filled and I'm ready to get to work and I'm not messing around. Like I mean business and I, and I'm very focused and I get things done and, and it's so much more efficient and I just find more and more, um, as I learn to really value my time Time is the most valuable thing that we have. We only have so much of it um, that I want to be very efficient with how I use my time. And whether that's playing on the swings with my kids, which is so important to me, or it's sitting in an important meeting with a client and helping them grow their business. Either way, it's me choosing to use my time productively um, in, in something that's important to me. So let's talk more about structuring your time then. What can this look like 
for someone who does want to build in this this playtime? Well, so and obviously everyone's schedule is different, but for mm-hmm. someone who has a full time a full time job, for example, so you have dedicated hours from eight to five or nine to six or whatever your hours are, um, there are opportunities for you to slip slip in some play. And so if that means waking up earlier and going to a kickboxing class in the morning, or maybe you're not you're not a super early riser, but maybe during your lunchtime. I remember I did an internship in Chicago when I was in college, and I remember lunchtime was my favorite time of the day because I would I would bring a pack lunch and then I would go and explore new streets, and I only had like thirty or forty minutes, but but I would go a new path and I would sightsee and and people watch and for me it was such a little mini adventure in the middle of the day and that was a way that I could fit some play into a full-time work schedule and so so um so that's looking at full-time work but but for someone who's home full-time a play at home mom I prefer play at home and stay at home um and so for someone like that you can absolutely structure for yourself and set up whether it's play dates with a friend and her kids or just setting up um, when your kids home, come home from school that that's your time that you take them to the park or go, go on a walk. Um, I find that if you don't if you don't plan it and set the time aside that it's very easy to let it get filled with just life with the things that pop up but if you if you structure your your way, your week and your days in a way that you're planning on playing and your kids are planning on playing that it will happen well I like that you are changing that term uh from stay-at-home mom to play at home mom and I I you mentioned something to me off air about why you don't like that term so tell me why you don't like the term stay-at-home mom I know this is a little bit of a cliffhanger, but let's have our break before we hear Crystalie's answer to that question. Now, if you've been listening the last month, you know that I have some workshops coming up and that's not what this break is going to tell you about. I want to tell you about coaching, especially for those of you who have reached out to me and for many important reasons cannot attend the workshops I'm hosting in August and September, but you still want a lot of help. Who I am trying to reach both through this podcast and my workshops are women who feel lost. Perhaps they were driven and uh, more into their own personal development before having children, and now they feel lost and they need help getting back to themselves and refining their gifts and working on their own progress. I can coach you through that because I've been through it myself. As a former teacher and a real mentor for students in college and all the mentoring I did while growing up of others, I feel totally prepared for this. I've been doing it for a few months to others one-on-one too, and I want to help you. If you are interested in knowing what coaching looks like, another word for it is mentoring, uh, you can email me at packerprogress at gmail.com and I'll tell you what that entails. I hope to hear from you soon. All right, let's get back to what Crystalie's answer was to my question about why she doesn't like the term stay-at-home mom. I'm actually working on a blog post about this because I feel so strongly about it, Monica. So for me, stay-at-home mom is a derogatory term because I think that it really puts mothers in a box 
in terms of uh, saying that they're only at home and they're limited in what they can do. And I know other people have different opinions, but for me, it's a very limiting phrase where play at home mom, for me, just feels more free and it feels more exciting. It's exciting to be a mom and it's exciting to go on adventures with your kids. And, and that can be something as simple as going to the nearby park, but it doesn't, you don't need to feel like you're stuck at home. And when I think of all the, the problems that there are with postpartum depression, and I'm not blaming that all on this term, but I don't think that term really helps when Mm -hmm. women are thinking, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom, that's all I do. Um, For me, it's just so confining. Well, you know, I never thought of it that way, but I I do feel what you're saying. I mean, it's sometimes... um... I, I have been a, you know, stay at home mom for almost seven years. And where I live, that's not super common. So I've had, I almost have felt like I've had to explain myself in many ways because of just that term alone. But I think like you're saying, if you are reframing what you're actually doing in your mind too, it presents itself as more of an exciting opportunity. And um taking your kids on adventures and getting out and playing versus, I mean, how easy is it to get caught up in dishes and laundry and the monotonous things that need to be done, but can take up all the time away, even from our kids that we are caring as we are staying home to care for them. So I love that you're building in play into motherhood and how that's such an important part of motherhood too. Um, And at end work, as we already talked about. And, and you know, for me, every mom has kind of their thing. Some moms are really into baking with their kids. Some moms are really into doing crafts. And for me, the legacy that I hope that my children remember with me is the time that we spent together outside. And a few months ago, let's see, it was last fall, one of one of my proudest moments as a mom was when my two-year-old woke up and said, Mom, let's go on a hike. And I said, oh, yeah. okay, buddy, which one do you want to do? And he said, the one with the bridge. And I just That's felt wonderful. so happy that like we've, we've gone enough and they've, they're familiar enough with the, the few different hikes that we do that he knew which one he wanted. And I'm like, okay, let's go do it. And that for me, that's the legacy I, I want them to have because for me, those are really important moments of us just adventuring together outside. And, and the whole experience takes 45 minutes, maybe an hour but it's our bonding time and it's them learning challenging things like how to get up a hill that's hard for their little legs and plus we're getting exercise. So for me, it's just such an efficient way to spend time with them. And, you know, I actually am not one of those moms that I don't find it easy to get on the floor and play cars or Legos or like, or, um, you know, whatever. That's harder for me. But what I hear you doing and what I love about being a mom is introducing them to things that I used to love doing. Things that when I'm doing it, it's bringing me back to my childhood or my teenage years or even my young adult years. Things I love to do, like listening to music and kind of being silly with it. Yeah, like getting outside, like you said, baking is one of my big outlets. And so bringing my kids into that kind of playing Um, makes teaching them so much more fun. And then when they start liking the things I already love, it just makes it even easier to play and have have that fun built in in between all the other things that we need to do um, as as mothers. 
Absolutely. And, and you reminded me that's so cool that you, you like baking with them. Um, I, I love dancing. Like it's just a fun outlet for me. And so my kids and I almost once a week, like I'll turn on, on our TV, I'll turn on YouTube and put on like a dance channel or whatever. And so we have these certain songs that we do over and over. So, um, sunshine in my pocket. Help me. That's Justin Timberlake. I know this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyways, that's, that's a song. We always do that song. And so it's so cute when we'll go somewhere like the grocery store and that song comes on that my two year old will be like, mom, it's our song. And he'll like start dancing. And, um, Mm. and for me, that's such an adventure. Well, and so I love that we've talked about this in several different facets. I mean, whether people work full time or they do half and half or they're home with their children. This is something I've been trying to talk to my husband about because, I mean, he's at work by six in the morning. And I'm like, you just even a 10 minute walk outside, I think will just be so good for you. I mean, just getting out and making it so that you have that that break so that you can get your ideas and get the energy and get productive again. So I think a lot of people have a, have a bigger struggle giving themselves permission to play. One, because they might be more practical minded and just thinking this is going to take a lot of time or money, or it's going to put me way out of my comfort zone or, you know, just all of these different limitations they're putting on it. What would you say to them? You know, I really believe in Helen Keller's quote. I have it up in my wall in my office and she said, Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. And I really, I know it might sound trite, but I really do believe that you can have an adventure every day. And I used to be a flight attendant. I hmm. I flew for almost four years as a flight attendant. Wow, and yeah. I, I, I bounced around the world. I made it to all 50 states by age 25. And I went to more than a dozen countries. And I, I really got to see a lot of places I wanted to see. Um, but after that experience, um, as I turned it in my wings and, and, and entered a new journey of motherhood, I don't need to go somewhere fancy or far away to, to live adventurously or to play. Hmm. I truly can enjoy right where I am. And that, that's become somewhat of a mantra in my life um, to to play every day and just enjoy, enjoy where I am. Because I think especially in a a social media world, it's so easy to look at the bucket list family or someone who has, who's in all these exotic places and be like, Oh, if I was there, that would be the real adventure. That would be, that would be something that's actually really play. But the reality is look at where you're, where you are right now in your life and it's more of a mindset it's Hmm. more about just squeezing the joy out of your daily activities and and making time for play and anyone can do that you don't have to you don't have to have a million followers on instagram to live an adventurous life Hmm. oh my goodness i think that is the way to end this conversation and i think Uh, what I would say is to give people a little kick in the pants, like just think about what you, uh, what you used to love to do growing up, something that even, or as an adult, that always gives you energy that you leave feeling like excited and filled up. 
and make that your way to play. So for some people that could just be an adventure in a book, you know, it could be a board game. It doesn't have to be out there, but it can be that too. And let's just see where it takes you. So this has been such a good conversation, Crystal Lee. I have loved talking to you. I would like if you could share a little bit more about the spring break and what's going on. Like you know, you know, you talked about how many days. It's three days in St. George, Utah with other like-minded mom entrepreneurs who are at various levels of starting their businesses or getting their businesses to grow. But tell us what else is going to be offered there besides networking. Sure. So it, it really is this beautiful blend of learning about business and we have hands-on workshops where you're getting things done. So we're not just going to send you home with, with a whole big list of things to do because you're a mom. You don't have time for that. Where we're, we're building in implementation time that you can check things off. Um, our workshops are legal, finance, operations, and marketing. And in all four of those areas, you'll be getting some significant work done. And then we also have these incredible keynote and featured speakers who, I mean, our keynote is an Emmy award-winning writer and actress, um, Heather Brooker from Motherhood in Hollywood. Wow, that's um, cool. Podcast and her company. And, And we also have the other featured speakers. I mean, Maria King, who is a mompreneur and also a fitness expert. She's been on the cover of Shape Magazine. Um, we also have a, a, we have several other incredible featured speakers who just have this depth of wisdom and inspiration to share with the group. And so, so that's our business side, and it's, and for the adventure side, because I'm all about really about playing every day. Don't want us to just sit and write notes like let's get out there and adventure so we're going to climb the world famous angels landing ah, which is this gorgeous cliff it is a little i mean it's up there but yes. man the view is so worth it it's so beautiful and then we're doing a private yoga class just for us and our own shake what your mama gave you dance party all right I got to start practicing the floss move. Is that flossy? <laughs> I mean, I finally learned how to do that last night. My five-year-old was really impressed, as was my husband. So I'll be sharing that dance move and my moonwalk. Those are my two. Um, okay, so Ooh. I signed up for this all before knowing who those amazing keynote speakers are. I was just signing up for that all the classes and workshops and, and as well as the adventure I'm so excited for this. Where can people go if they're interested in signing up? Because I know the window of doing so is pretty tight. Yes. So we open registration August 1st and it's open at mamaspringbreak.com. Yep. Today it's open. Mamaspringbreak.com. Mamaspringbreak.com. That's M-A-M-A springbreak.com. And what about the early bird um, registration? Is that what this yes. is? Yes. Okay. So from August 1st through August 15th is early bird registration. And then after starting the 16th of August, it will be full price. So now is really the best time to get in on it. 
Wonderful. Okay. Well, and if they do, I'll be seeing them there. I I can't wait to meet more magnificent moms um, who are on the same journey as me. Crystal, you are incredible. I just love, you have so much wisdom on so many different topics. I love learning from you and I look forward to learning more from you in the near future too at the spring break and, and just as friends. So thank you so much for being on my show again. It's always a pleasure. I feel like the time flies by because this is play. It's so fun talking to you. (laughs) I think so too. I was thinking after editing this podcast that while I did say I'm not good at getting on the floor, there are things I'm good at. Uh, with my kids that involves some play for me that does involve you know from a very young age with starting with my oldest I took her on runs with me and we listened to musicals and we read books together and it's so fun to see how the moments of play that we have made in our family is what is the foundation of our family now as my kids are getting older those are the things they're really interested in and that is inspiring me to make more room for play as a family especially and to take the time to get down on their level, eye to eye, and really connect and have some fun and get those, put those chores on the back burner and be okay with some more dirty dishes in the sink. And as, as well for me, I mean, learning how to play again, I think the last few years, which is this podcast, oddly, it's a weird way to play, right? Um, that's how I got to myself again. So I'm really glad that Crystal Lee was here to share that with you. And as I mentioned, I will be attending her mama spring break. I will be attending the April session. And I feel like it was the first time I really told myself, okay, Monica, this is a business. This is what you are hoping it to become a business. So it's time to start treating it like it. It's time to start investing in some real uh, mentoring and coaching and guidance. I am so excited to go to St. George and to hike and to meet other moms and to dive deep in the workshop she's offering there. I have linked to this spring break as well as the Mama Ladders website uh, and the Instagram for that on my show notes. And you can always find my show notes at aboutprogress.com. Now, before I let you go, I just want to give you a special thank you for listening to my 100th episode. It was released on Monday and I was so self-conscious about it. You know, I know I'm a recovering perfectionist, but it was hard for me to release that because it was so imperfect. And then it was hard for me to share because it was so imperfect, but I did. I did it anyway. I'm trying to honor you and what we're all about here. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that 100th episode, go back and listen to it. It's just me, unscripted, unedited, and I'm sharing the behind the scenes of what it looks like to go after a dream. Now in that episode, I told you two big goals that I have coming up. My two-year mark is mid-November. The two big goals I want to reach are 500,000 downloads by mid-November and 500 ratings and reviews on iTunes, and that's where you come in, friends. I need your help, and I need it in a bad way. I've done my best to offer this for free for you, and I've worked my tail off for free, and I love doing it, but in return, I please ask that you share this podcast personally, publicly, whatever it is, share, 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 so we can get to that 500K. And I want you to share it meaningfully. I, I, I mean I mean to share what podcasts really stood out to you, what teachings have sh- shaped your life recently, and get the word out and the other ways to leave those ratings and reviews. You can do that on your desktop on iTunes, or if you have an iPhone, you can do it from your purple app very easily. All right, friends, I will see you soon for another great interview. And until then, take care of yourself.